Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of August 6th, 2023. As a reminder, I host monthly new moon intention setting workshops where you learn about the astrology, get guidance on intention setting, and some participants will get my hot takes on their natal charts. The next new moon is in Leo, so like firing up your heart-centered passion about what you want to bring forward in this world to let your light shine the brightest and express yourself in an authentic way are some things we can think about when we have a new moon in Leo. It's going to be next Sunday, August 13th at noon Pacific time. You can get more information at the link in the show notes or go to astrologybyceleste.com to register for the workshop. Also, as a reminder, I have started adding chart rectification to my services where We can back calculate your birth time based on events in your life. So if you don't know your birth time, especially if you don't know it within a few hours, it can be just so powerful to nail down your birth time more concretely so that you know the houses in your chart, which is where the action takes place. The houses are where the rubber meets the road in astrology. So I haven't added it to my website at the time I'm taping this. So just reach out to me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com if you're interested in learning more about finding your exact birth time. There are a few astrology and action stories that I want to bring to your attention. So thankfully, UPS and the Teamsters came to an agreement on the day that Pluto squared the nodes So Pluto, power dynamics around big business that have a mass influence, squaring the North Node in Aries about people ready to fight for their rights, and the South Node in Libra about a lack of fairness. And a big part of the issue was Venus in Leo retrograde talking about the pay that they were receiving, Venus wanting a pay raise, but there was a big thing about the heat and people suffering in certain places, heat stroke, and then wanting to make some changes in terms of the vehicles that the drivers were driving and having more safety precautions. Well, anyway, they were able to come to an agreement, which is great because it would have been one of the most expensive strikes in the United States ever. And if you've been listening to the podcast, I thought it was going to be a strike looking at the full moon chart, but now looking at UPS's chart, on the day they negotiated the settlement, the sun was on Jupiter in UPS's chart. Their Jupiter's at 2 Leo. So Jupiter abundance, Jupiter unifies. And so that makes a lot of sense that on this day, they were able to make this deal. And also 
Mercury in Leo and Venus retrograde were mutually applying to each other. And so this helped also unite, negotiate, and bring reconciliation with each other. Now, Mars in the sky was trying their Uranus and natal Mars in the chart of UPS. So it's really a wonderful thing that they were able to take the actions to negotiate a settlement to prevent this strike and come together in a mutually beneficial situation, which makes sense with looking at the actual chart of UPS rather than just the chart of the full moon. Now, what did happen is on Monday, July 31st, the day before the full moon, Yellow, the freight company, it's a big U.S. trucking company, the third largest, ceased its operations and filed for bankruptcy. So that is what happened when Mercury was opposite Saturn. Mercury and Virgo, you know, a company supposed to organize and transport things, opposite Saturn and Pisces, it went bankrupt. And it was related to the strike because they were one of the companies that were negotiating with the Teamsters because of things about pensions that they weren't living up to. So that's the Venus retrograde. Now, some of their biggest customers like Home Depot and Walmart, thinking that a strike was coming, started to use other companies and the company just folded and crumpled with Pluto squaring the notes. Pluto and Capricorn, a big part of the problem was this company got bigger and bigger and was not managing its debt properly. It imploded and now it's out of business and 30,000 employees are out of work. So it's really awful for them, but is not expected to impact the economy. Another story is that Hunter Biden, the president's son, I've talked about him as well, his sweetheart deal collapsed. So again, Pluto squaring the nodes. Apparently, the prosecutor and his lawyers had come together and done this sweetheart deal that underneath the surface also gave him immunity for other things like his dealings in Ukraine and things like that. And when they got to court, the judge was like, oh, no, 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 we are not doing that. And so there was a reversal. And he, instead of pleading guilty, pleaded not guilty. And there's been a lot of talk about like the collusion between the prosecutor and his lawyers. Venus retrograde conjunct Mercury in Leo. So they were coming together and uh, no, the judge said, nah. And so that was a really interesting Venus retrograde story as well. So a reversal of the strike, a reversal of the sweetheart deal is another story that we saw in the news. Now, the theme of this week is League of Justice. And there are three big things that I want you to think about. The first is that on Sunday, today, the sun in Leo is squaring Jupiter in Taurus. So this is fixed energy. They're both at 14 degrees of the respective signs, especially if you have planets or points around 14 degrees of any sign, but especially the fixed signs, you may really feel this energy. Hopefully you feel great and abundant and there's a sense of 
generosity coming in with Jupiter. In the collective, we can think about how the sun rules the authority, creativity, leaders. The sun is life-giving. It spotlights and illuminates things, and it is at home in the sign of Leo. There could be a, a big story about a celebrity or royalty related to this. Leo can be very dramatic and making a big spectacle or impressive. The Sabian symbol for this degree is a street pageant is moving along a street packed with people. This again brings to me what's going on in Israel with people have been in the streets for months protesting these judicial changes that got pushed through right around the time that Pluto was squaring the nodes. And Jupiter is associated with legal affairs. Jupiter is associated with the truth and like higher wisdom and ethics in Taurus, this earth sign, and can also be stories coming up around resources or money. Jupiter also just makes everything bigger. It's not always great even though we consider it the cosmic Santa Claus, Jupiter can just bring like so much on your plate, you feel overwhelmed, or you can be like overconfident about what you have the ability to get done. So really notice if you're finding that you're getting this internal message that you maybe need to scale things back a little bit. Jupiter is also associated with fame higher learning. So there could be news or spotlights on colleges and things like that. Resource stability, there's maybe more talk. So now that the strike's averted, this is great for the United States is doing actually quite well financially, considering everything that's gone on with the pandemic and inflation and blah, blah, blah. Now the Sabian symbol for this degree is a man with a silk hat Muffled against the cold, braves a storm. So thinking about, you know, how you can weather storms and hard times, I'm really thinking about Israel with this as their chart is very activated. The next thing I want you to think about is that Venus will make its second of third squares with Uranus. So when Venus in Leo was direct on July 3rd, it made the first square with Uranus, and now Venus is retrograde. And so on August 9th, it's the second square with Uranus, and the last one will be on September 29th, where Venus is direct again. Uranus is in Taurus, so people with planets or points around 22 degrees of any of the fixed signs, which also include Aquarius and Scorpio, there may be a story in your life that has three parts. So think about, did anything happen or come to your intention around July 3rd? Because that can be the first coat of paint. One of my teachers, Rebecca Corden, talked about this, you know, when you have these three activations of being three coats of paint. So you go over once, and then you come back again. So the story can come up again, but in a different way. There's some kind of a review or event that takes you back to the same story. And then the last one is the psychological integration. So Venus square Uranus, Venus relationships, money, beauty, self-esteem, 
jewelry, fashion, women are also Venus topics, square Uranus, surprise breaks, big events, sudden events that it feels like something happens very suddenly. There can be breaks like relationships having a breakdown, or you can be awakened to something that you weren't aware of or a strong desire to have freedom from. So this could show up as someone having a strong desire to have freedom from a person, or depending on your chart, it could be a job, it could be anything that like there's this intensity. So be very mindful to take care in your relationships. Now, what's interesting about this one on August 9th is that Venus is conjunct Black Moon Lilith. And Lilith was Adam's first wife who would not be subservient. She would not lay beneath him and she was cast out or left Eden. There's really this nature of women who will not be tamed. It's also like an association with outspoken women. What men fear about women's power is something that comes up with this. Mars, the planet of action and conflict, is in the sign of Virgo, conjunct the asteroid Sappho, which was related to lesbians. So I wonder if there'll be a lesbian that makes big news around this day. Camille Paglia jumps out at me for some reason. Like she's like come up on my YouTube page of things I've been watching because I was watching, there's these really interesting thought tanks in England. And she was on this panel talking about masculinity and things like that. She is, in case you're not aware of who she is, she's a very outspoken feminist lesbian. She's a social critic. She's done a lot of incredible writing. She's like pretty brilliant sometimes, you know, she's interesting. Now she is a Libra rising when the South knows in Libra. Yeah. Anyway, I just wonder because this transit is activating her part of fortune and she jumped into my mind about this, but it could be someone else or yeah, just notice what you see in the collective around Venus topics, Uranus topics, resource topics, surprise women doing things that gets big news. And the last thing I want to make you aware of is that on Tuesday, there is a last quarter moon at 15 degrees of Taurus. The sun is in 15 degrees of Leo and the moon at 15 degrees of Taurus. Now the moon will be conjunct Jupiter. So this can be like, you are feeling great, having the best meal. This could be just like a wonderful, wonderful feeling this week for many people. Now, other people are going to be sweltering or going to be on vacation and having like something like just the heat or some kind of problem or delay or reversal. Like I saw this story this week about a people who had planned a trip of a lifetime, but did not get their passports in time. It was on a cruise. One of the things when Venus went retrograde, it was King Kong's Neptune. So they had 70 friends that went on this cruise and they couldn't join them. So that was their Venus retrograde story. Now the moon is exalted in Taurus. It's like lifted up. So there can be a big story about someone who's an exalted figure, like a celebrity or a financier or some kind of Taurian topic is interesting. Now, because the moon and Jupiter are both reporting into Venus, which is retrograde in Leo and conjunct black moon Lilith, 
there can be a lot of intensity. Mercury's in its shadow of the retrograde that's coming up in a few weeks and it's conjunct Mars. So when Venus was conjunct Mercury, Mercury takes on the nature of whatever it's talking to. So like UPS was able to negotiate an agreement in the strike. Now that Mercury is coming to Mars, Mars is a malefic, Venus is a benefic, like people are ready to have conflict. So keep that in mind. Now you can use this energy can be incredible for organizing, bringing order to chaos, taking action to declutter or do things to make better choices about your health. Mercury is at home in the sign of Virgo that likes to separate the wheat from the chaff. You can be picking through all of the things that you're doing or sorting through something or editing something and taking out the excess is a great thing to do with this. And the energy of the sun square Jupiter and Venus square Uranus is also encapsulated in this last quarter moon, which is a time of reaping rewards or finding out the consequences, also lessons learned in a cycle. Yeah. So the cycle of the moon phase family, these 27 month families are on May 11th of 2021. There was a new moon at 21 Taurus. So the sun and the moon were both in Taurus. Is there a story that started in your life around that time? The first quarter moon, nine months later, this is a lunar gestational cycle. You can think about how it takes nine months to birth a baby. If you started something at the new moon, was there a pivot point at the first quarter moon on February 8th of 2022, where the sun was in Aquarius and the moon was in Taurus? And give two weeks on either side of all of these dates for something and, you know, expand your mind. Think broadly about, look at your chart. What house is about 19 degrees of Taurus, 15 to 21 degrees of Taurus, and see if there's a story there and a story about resources, self-esteem, food, these types of things. The full moon was November 8th of 2022 at 16 Taurus. This was a lunar eclipse, so there may have been a big story in your life This lunar eclipse activated Uranus, and this was when we had elections in the United States that were the red wave that was supposed to be like petered out. It was a red ripple. So there may be a lot of news this week as we come to the last quarter moon with the sun in Leo and the moon in Taurus on August 8th at 15 degrees in each of those signs. There may be a lot of talk about those elections now or think about if there is any kind of story in your life. So there is maybe another pivot point of the story. Now, because this is on a world point, I think there's going to be big news. And I'm looking at Israel because Israel's chart is very tied into this Venus retrograde because their Mars is at 28 degrees of Leo where Venus stationed to go retrograde and their Pluto is at 12 degrees of Leo where Venus is going to go direct. And it's a Libra rising. The country is a Libra rising and the South Node is in Libra heading for the ascendant of the country. So there's a lot of upheaval going on right there and their sun is at 23 Taurus. So Uranus is coming to the sun of 
the country and Venus is squaring it. Venus rules the whole chart as it's a Libra rising conjunct that black moon Lilith. And there's a big Leo stellium in Israel. Is there going to be a big, maybe kind of outbreak of some kind of even more violence? Let's hope not. Jupiter is on the north node of the country. Like again, plus with the moon in the seventh house. So yeah, it'll be really interesting to see something about allies or open enemies with Israel and squaring the sun will be, the sun is moving between the Pluto of Israel and Saturn of Israel, both in the very public 10th house. So we'll probably see the story of what's going on there. I mean, ideally, hopefully they would maybe backpedal on these judicial reforms that were basically kind of passed into law is my understanding that many of the people, like over 150,000 people have taken to the streets over the last several months to protest because they feel like democracy is being eroded there. But yeah, really keep your eyes open for stories related to this last quarter moon that have a lot of visibility because the sun and the moon are on world points and Jupiter is coming to a world point. And it's like the people are in conflict with the leader and they are pretty mad could be something that comes up. On Sunday, the word of the day is abundance. We start the week with the sun square Jupiter, sun and Leo, Jupiter and Taurus, both at 14 degrees. The moon is in Aries. Like really, are you feeling abundance What brings you joy? What do you want to grow? Are you feeling inspired to be a map maker, to chart your own course? Where is your heart leading you towards? This is the first time the moon will meet the north node in Aries. So for the next year and a half, the north node in Aries, that part of your chart is being activated and the north node brings gains. How are you gaining in that house in your chart? The moon will enter the sign of Taurus at 11.24 p.m. Pacific time. The moon loves to be in this earth sign of Taurus. It's this comfortable foundation for the soft, squishy moon. It's a great time to feel the next couple of days may feel good. Maybe a great time to enjoy your senses and some physical pleasures. On Monday, the word of the day is excitement. This could be a pretty exciting day. Mercury, the planet of communication, is at home in the sign of Virgo, which ideally brings order to chaos. Mercury's parallel Jupiter and Neptune. So this could be like big storms or something, or just like big talk, confident talk. Somebody could be doing like creating like a tailor or an architect creating plans that are very expansive. So parallels are like conjunctions and Mercury's conjunct Pallas Athena. So there could be something about justice, again, owls, something in the sea. Jupiter is conjunct the fixed star Menkar, which has, it's an unfortunate fixed star that is associated with the mouth of the whale. And there was this weird thing that happens every once in a while where a pod of like 150 whales made a heart shape near Australia and they beached themselves. So heart-shaped shape makes me feel Venus retrograde. Maybe this will get more attention or maybe there'll be news about why they beached themselves. Is it something to do with the temperature of the oceans? Yeah, that was a concerning story. 
Now, people may be very motivated. Watch out for overspending or overindulgence in general. The moon separates from Jupiter, then trines Mars, which can bring like Jupiter, this abundant, overconfident energy, like wanting something luxurious, trining Mars, pulling out the credit card and buying it, then Uranus impulsively. So it's great abundant energy, but don't buy something you don't need. You may regret it. On Tuesday, the word of the day is consequences. This is the day of the last quarter moon in Taurus at 3.28 a.m. Pacific time. Notice around you, if you or yourself, if you notice people reaping rewards or suffering consequences, it impacts people most with fixed energy, or what lessons have you learned about self-esteem, your resources, your spending habits over the last 27 months with that moon phase cycle, and maybe you want to make some changes. Yeah, we're in the waning phase of the moon, so also, you know, release what no longer serves you. On Wednesday, the word of the day is fashion. Mercury is contraparallel Chiron. This is the day Venus squares Uranus. Venus and Leo, Uranus and Taurus, both at 22 degrees. My eye is on Paris, the fashion capital of the world is you know, is something going to go on there? Like, I don't know if any fashion shows are going on. This could be with Mercury contraparallel Chiron, someone's zipper in their dress could kind of break. So like, uh, slow down while you're getting dressed. Now the moon will enter Gemini at 6.05 a.m. Pacific time. Gemini is mutable air. So fast talking, fast thinking, fast fashion comes to my mind. Yeah, slow down would be my recommendation for this. Great time to get together with friends, call a friend, call your siblings. Can be great for like writing, editing. Yeah, Mercury and Virgo is trying Jupiter and Taurus. So this can be a great time for expansive thinking and planning. Wonderful for anyone in advertising to like, you may write the best pitch of your life. For others, it can be a great time to get the details right. And Thursday, the word of the day is details. Mercury, the planet of thinking, communication, commerce, and transportation is parallel Saturn. So that can give us concentrated thinking. Parallels are like conjunctions where we can dive into the details, do the editing, the revising, the revisiting. Great day to double check things. On Friday, the word of the day is careful. Mars in Virgo is King Kunk's Chiron in Aries. They're both at 19 degrees of the respective signs. King Kunk's can be health aspects, especially if you have Mars and Chiron talking in your chart or you have something around 19 degrees slow down. Now, this can just be healing the old wounds. Chiron is the wounded healer taking action. Someone may call their therapist on this day because they really realize they need to deal with some emotional stuff, taking action for your health to like go to the grocery store, get healthier products, but be careful with sharp objects and knives and machinery like Mars rules, cars and engines and things like that. Hammers and oh Lord, I can see people like doing some kind of destruction 
We're having problems where I live in Oakland, where people are just breaking small business windows for no apparent reason or car windows. So yeah, this, this is a little volatile on this Friday. So just be careful. The moon will enter the sign of cancer at 3.52 p.m. Pacific time. The moon is at home in this water sign. So it can be a great time to do something that soothes your stomach, taking a swim, so getting into water, drinking more water. It happens at 3.52 p.m. Pacific time. Not sure if I said that, so I'll say it again. But just watch out for emotional volatility on this day. You know, with Leo season, lean into your heartfelt emotions. On Saturday, the word of the day is retreat. Great day for resting or going to a retreat or doing some meditation or just being with yourself. The balsamic moon at 4 Cancer is at 12.27 a.m. Pacific time. At the balsamic moon, the moon loses the last of her light. It's a time to really slow down over the next couple of days before we have a new moon. So yeah, I would love to see you at my workshop tomorrow. You can go to my website, astrologybyceleste.com to sign up. The sun in Leo is also trying Chiron and Aries. So there may be a spotlight on some tender parts. They're both at 19 degrees. Yeah, or there could be yeah something about a leader saying really healing words or talking about healing or hopefully nothing like a big problem. Yesterday was pretty volatile. So we'll see what happens. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories about the aspects or the lunation cycles. Or just let me know how the daily themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook, at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week.